0: Okay, so let's make a start. Right, we're on Lumberd Base Omadalov. Can everyone mute themselves? Lumbered Base Omadalov. I think we're about somewhere around about 17 lines from the bottom. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, 17 lines from the bottom. In the middle, Zachar Lavrom, the Itzhakli Israel. Okay, has, has everyone got it? Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, 17 yeah. lines from the bottom. Zachar Lavrom, the Itzhakli Israel. Yeah. Okay, let's start. If you remember, last year we were t- last week we were talking about first of all that because Hashem gave all the gold and silver to Klal Yisrael when they came out of Mitzrayim, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu had an excuse to defend them and say don't destroy them because the only reason why they sort of did the avera with Aklazov with oh. the uh, with the golden calf was because they had all this gold in their possession, and then we carried on with the word vayachal. Vayachal means, Vayachal Rabbeinu Davon. And we asked, why is the unusual word of Vayachal used rather than the more normal palel And we gave six answers. And now we carry on the Gemara. From, the Gemara carries on the various pesukim which are mentioned in this uh, particular uh, chapter regarding the eagle, And it says as follows. These are all Pesukim which Moshe Rabbeinu is saying is praying for Kla Yisrael because Hashem has said he wants to destroy them. Um, and Moshe Rabbeinu is doubting that he shouldn't do it. So he, so one of the Pesukim that he says is <speaking in Hebrew> Remember for the sake of Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov your servants, ashenishbata lohem To which, to whom you swore by yourself. Now, Rashi says, this refers to a posuk, which is actually happens to be in this week's Pasha, Pasha of whether we're going to hear it or not. It says there, beat with the Akeda, it says, be I swore by myself. Finish and what did he swear? he swear that he was going to give he's going to make the children kahol like the uh, sand on the sea, like the stars of the heaven, in other words, they're going to continue living and um, that's what was promised, so therefore that's what he referred to LaHem boch, which you swore through yourself. now why does the word say which you swore through yourself? why doesn't it say LaHem? You promised. You made a shewar that you will, um, uh, you will make the children very numerous, and you will bring them to the land, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Why does it have to say the word "boch"? My boch says the Gemara. I'm says Loza. I'm now. Baruch Hu. Said mashian in front of to Good Shabbos Baruch Hu. Master of the Universe. Il Molel Shvatalahem If you had sworn to them by the heaven and earth, or Yisroim, I would have said. Just as the heaven and earth will eventually finish. So, so similarly, your oath will terminate. Now, there's a Gomorrah Sanhedrin study Zion, which explains that the world, this world will last for 6,000 years. So, in other words, there's an end to this world, as it were. Therefore, you're saying, if you swear by Shemayim Orex, which sometimes you hear, I, I, I swear by Shemayim voret Hashem sometimes says, but here Shemayim voret sometimes ends. But however, Now that you said through your name, you swore through your name, that's much better. just as your great name lives and carries on forever and ever, your oath which you made, that you will bring the children B'nai Yisrael to the to the land, to Eretz, Togre, Chobot, etc., etc., that you will multiply the generations and so on. your oath will endure forever and ever. Then the next post, it carries on and says as follows, this is again Masha Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem, B'atadabar you said to them, Arbe I will increase your offspring, like the stars of heaven, and regarding the entire land of which I spoke, it carries on the poshuk, I will give to your children, and they will inherit it forever. So again, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, listen, you said all this, you made a promise, you have to keep it, you can't destroy them. So the Gemara says like this, that where it says I spoke, Ashe or Mar told me very to say of which you spoke, because what does the posuk say? The posuk says Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to Hashem and says, you said to I will increase your offspring like the stars of heaven. And then it should have said, regarding this land which you said I will bring them to." I say, Zarachem, I will give to your children the What does it say? Ashe or Mar T, Moshe which I am saying. Say which you are saying because he's talking to Hashem. Answer the Gumorrah Omorabalezah Adkan Divri Talmud Mekam Edach Dibri Harav. Up to this point are the words of, of, the, of the Talmud, namely Moshera and from that point from the point onwards is Hashem saying. What does that mean? It means like this that this Posuk is divided into two. If you look at the Posuk, Bata Dabera Lehem, Arba es Zarachem, Kachalfa that is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem. I will increase your offspring like the stars of heaven. Full stop. Then at that point, Hashem answers and says, yes, I will grant it. And he explains by saying, this is Hashem speaking back to Moshe Rabbeinu, replying to him and says, and the land which I said, I will give to your children, the Island, they will inherit it forever. So now we understand why it says Hashem Amarti, because that part is not, that part of the posuk is not Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem, it's Hashem replying to Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, and um, Rabbi Shmuel Banachmeni, Omurab and Shmuel Banachmeni says, no, Eid of Eid of Talmud, Talmud. This whole posuk, et etc., is all Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. If so, we come back to your question, why does it say Hashem Marti? It should say Hashem marto" because Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to Hashem. So he answers as follows. This is what Moshe said in front of Hashem. Shalalam, the words that you told me, go and tell Yisrael in my name, in the name of Hashem, and Rashi explains, this is the snare at the burning bush. He said, I will take you out of Egypt and I will take you to the land of Canaan. Says, I went and I related it in your name. And I said, I quoted your promise. Now now that you no longer intend to carry out that promise, but you want to destroy Israel. How can I tell them that you won't fulfill your promise? So therefore we understand. So there's two answers. Either the Amar T is because the prosic is divided into two. The first half is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Hashem. And the second part is Hashem replying to the if he says, which I said, or the second answer is, no, it's all Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. But what he's saying is, what you told me to tell Kalal Yisrael that you will take them out of Egypt and take to the land of Kalan, Omari, I told them. I said, I told them what you said. And now, so therefore the word Omari fits in very well. Omarati, I told them. And now how am I going to tell them that you've changed your mind? Okay. Now, having discussed the and where Moshe Rabbeinu was dabbling on behalf of Kalal Yisrael, we find another um Part of the Chomish in Baal about the, um, the Muradlim, the spies, where again, Akash wanted to destroy Khaled Yisrael, and again, Moshe interceded on their behalf. And one of the things he said is, Me bilti Hashem. What Moshe Rabbeinu said, that if you destroy Yisrael, then the nations would say, Me Hashem, because Hashem lacked the ability to, and The process carries on to bring the people to, to Canaan. Therefore, he destroyed them in the in the wilderness. So this is what he said. You can't do it because otherwise the other nations will turn around and say, you didn't, you lack the ability to be able to, to keep your promise and bring them to the land. Why does the apostle say, me yichay les? Yichay les is sort of like a feminine form. Why does it which would be the most, the normal version? Master of the universe, If you will destroy Yisrael, the nations of the world will say, His power has grown as weak, as a woman. That is why the word Yochales is in the feminine. Because you it's grown weak, weak like a woman. But in the Yochale Hatzal, you can't save Israel. That is why you're going to destroy them in the Midroth. How can how can the other nations possibly say such a thing? Surely they saw the Nisim, the miracles of the virus and all these sort of mighty acts. see Lehem which I did when uh, at the sea, I split the sea, and again, you know, the SM-muckers, all the muckers that go into your sea the other nations knew about that. So how can they turn around and say, "I have got the ability to take you out of Mitzrayim and take you into Eretz Canaan"? So Amalekona of Moshe said to, to, to has said to him, "No, Reuven that is not the ultimate test. Adan Yeshlehem they there's still room for them to say, Melech Echod yocholamed. Yes, it's true. They know about all the great things that you did when you took us out of Egypt and the splitting of the sea, et etc. et cetera. But you say, against one king, i.e. against Pharaoh, okay, you can win. You can stand up to one. But against the and the and the But in Canaan, there were 31 kings. Against 31 kings, you cannot, uh, you know, you can't fight against. So in other words, when they say, so... So what we're saying is like this. Shmocha's question was, surely the other nations are not going to say that I don't have the ability. They've seen what I'm capable of. So Maestro Beno had an answer. It was a, he, was a, he was a brilliant barrister. He had an immediate answer. He turned around and he defended Kali by saying, no, they will say that you were able to do all these fantastic things only when you were fighting against one king, i.e. Parai. But if you would be fighting against 31 kings of Canaan, then you wouldn't be able to achieve that. Om um, Rab Yochalan says Rabbiochalan, Minaicha Khosa Khabrochhu Hadalala Masha. How do we know our actually agreed with Myshrapena's argument? Shinem as it says, I've forgiven you, Kidvarechul, like your words. Now, he could have just said, explains the Mashot, Salahti, I've forgiven, I've forgiven Kalali Israel, and then if I take you I will take them into Canaan. Kid is really a bit superfluous. It's not needed. So Kid means I'm agreeing with your words because of the reason that you gave. Therefore, that's why I'm going to take them into Canaan. And similarly, Tonabay Rabbi Shmoyot, Kid Varecho Asidin Umma Sa'adam Lama You're right. It's true that you're right. The nations of the world would actually have said that I lack the power to do it. And that's why I'm going to do it. Ashrei Talmud Shirabba Moedala. Happy is the Talmud, the pupil, whose master agrees with him because he, Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu, put up a defense for Qal Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu said, yeah, and Hashem said, I agree with you. So happy, it's the happiest a Talmud who uh, who his master agrees with him. Then the, the posse carries on and says as follows. The actual, the full posse is V'ulam chai oni. V'ulam chai onim is just as I live, says Hashem. And the glory of Hashem fills the entire land. So what is this? Again, this is sort of unusual wording. As I live. What does that mean? With your words, you have kept me alive amongst the nations. In other words, because of your argument, I will spare Israel. And as a, as a result of that, the nations will continue to recognize my abilities. In other words, it's another way, again, of saying that he agrees with Moshe Rabbeinu's defense. Okay. If anyone wants to ask any questions at any time, please feel free. Doresh Rav Samloy. Rav Samloy asks, Okay, we're coming back to the uh, talking about Tzvila. A person should always give praise to Hashem, and then afterwards, then he should pray, meaning then only afterwards he he answers his for his requests. Minon, where do we know this from? Min from Masherainuk to because it's a bit written in the Posak. El Hashem Po I implored I daven to Hashem at that time. and what is it written further? This is in, in the part the first Posik of Eschanan. Hashem Elokim, Atar Chelaso of the Ofdecha, You have begun to show Your servant as God Lcha Your greatness, for it's beyond Chazaka Your strong hand. Hashem Miel B'Shomayim V'Oretz Hashem Yasech Hamar Secho B'Chigvur Secho. Is there anybody who can sort of perform what you're doing, and others can do what you're you're doing in accordance with Your mighty acts? So He prays Him, Hashem Rabbeinu, prays Him, and then He after the Chsed Basra, afterwards. afterwards then he had his personal request. Eber, let me now cross and see the land of, of Eretz Yisrael. So in other words, Moshe HaBenari did not make his request until after he had given praise to Hashem. And therefore, that's why we learn, as we said before, that the first three Brokhas are called Birchas of shvach. first three brachas of Shemona Esra, Mogen Avrom, and then Atah we talk about Ches HaMesim, and Atah and so on. Those first three brokhas are brickhals of shvach, And then afterwards, Asakhan and the Adam Das. There we we start with 13 Brokhas where we're making all different requests, but not before we said the first three brokhas, which are three brokhas of Schwach. And this we learn out from Moshe Rabbeinu at Ba'eshanan when he praised Hashem first before he made his request for going over and seeing the mountain. Right. Um Okay, now we turn to the bottom of uh, the top of Lamed Beis, Lamed Base. On Rebbe Loza, says Rebbe Loza, G'dayda T'sfilah, tf- Yosem in Masim Tavim. prayer, is greater than Masim Tavim, good deeds. Why? She'ein Masim, masim, masim There's no one greater in good deeds than Masim Tavim. And Afar even so, it was only answered through Shinema, As it says, don't, uh, don't continue to speak to me further about the matter when he asked him to go into Eretz Yisrael. And then it says, go up to the top of the mountain where you can see with your eyes. He didn't let Mashiach Benu go into Eretz Yisrael, but he let him see it. But we see, that only after he done for it, that is when Akashvalko allowed him to go. And if you look at the top Rashi, top, very top line, <speaking in foreign language> Because you made this Tvila, that's why I allowed you to go. Or as Tyson says, the top Tisans as well, similar, <speaking in foreign language> because of filler to Tvila. Tvila is greater than Masin Tivim, Rather than the on its own, even though he had many, many good deeds to his name, he still needed to daven in order for something to be seen. So we see from this that even though, I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu, who could have had more good deeds than Moshe Rabbeinu? He led Klalisrael. I mean, imagine leading the whole of Klalisrael. You know, they've all got their needs and they've all got their thing and Jeremy, you, you, you'll, you'll appreciate, you know, you're leading a kahila of a, a few hundred people. Moshe Bader had the whole of Klali's trial, and you can imagine. And he had to look after them. And uh, it was more or less an impossible task. So you can re- truly say about him, he had masim Tivim, he had good deeds. So he should have just been able, Hashem should have just allowed him to go up to the mountain, but he only allowed him to go up to the mountain after the Tvila. So from that, we learn out that Tvila is even greater than masim Tivim. I'm Rabbalozzo. It says Rabbalozzo, Gedaira Townes Yoseminath Stocker. We're now saying um, various memories, all in the name of Rabbalozzo. I think we've got four or five of them. Rabbalozzo. Rabbalozzo says, Gedaira Townes Yoseminath Stocker. Faster, fasting is greater than Stocker, than giving charity. My timer, why? Zebe Goof With, with, uh, giving Stocker, Okay, you give of your money, put your hand in your pocket, you write out a check, you give a voucher through Achisomach, whatever, it's not very difficult. But to fast, you're actually sort of, uh, that's a hardship on your body, that's physical, that's much, much greater. But i And Reboloza says, although it does say, we had in the Gomorrah and Brochus at the very beginning, igresa to sidkasa, that the reward of a Tarnis is the stocker that you give. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the stalker overrides the tarnas. It just means it's a good auspicious time to give stalker on a tanas. But the more important part of the tanas is the actual fasting. But I'm Rabbi Loza, and Rabbi Loza says Gadai the Tfila Yisim inar is even greater than Kabolas. Why? Because we say in the poset. This is a poset in Yeshaya. Yeshaya. He's rebuking Israel, and he says, I don't need all your sacrifices. And it says further on after that, When you spread your hands in tefillah, I will hide my eyes from you. So what do we see from that? He's in the first pulser. He's rejected their kabbalos. And nevertheless, Hashem found it necessary afterwards to say that even your tefillahs I don't want. So it shows that what? It shows that Tviller is even greater than Carbonus. Because first, if Carbonus was greater than the Tfilla, then if he doesn't want your Carbonus, he certainly doesn't want your Twiller. But the fact that he first said, I don't want your Carbonus, and even your Tviller I don't want, it means that Tviller is considered much greater than um, than than the than the Karbonus. Um I'm Rabbi and now Rabbi Yochanan, now all these memories are all said in the name of Rabbi but suddenly we've got one in the middle of Rabbi Yochanan. and the reason why he says this particular memoir is because we've just said the positive of a forishem kapechan, when you spread your hands in prayer, in other words, when you daven. So Rabbi Yochanan learns a halacha from that. It's, any kohen kind of who's rachmon letslan kills somebody, lo yesez kapov, he must, he may not him. Shenema, as it says, because the end of that posa of Uphoriskam, kapeicham says, yudekam domim moleu. Your hands are full of blood. So in other words, that's an, that's an English expression as well. A person's got blood on their hands. So we learn that we have a principle which says, ein katego nasasanego. That means a prosecutor can't become a, become a defense. In other words, these very hands... That you've used, you've got blood on your hands, so it's as if you use your hands to kill somebody, you can't use those very hands to duchen to duchen. We find the same idea that a Khan could not go in and Yom Kippah into the um Koche Kochim with the godim of gold, because of the idea of Ekatekanasanego, because that would remind Hashem, as it were of the gold that the Kalal Yisrael had used when they served the Egel Azov. So it wasn't the right thing to do. So here as well is the same thing. Um, if we did tshuva, we, we, we mentioned that last time, there's a remind if you did chuva. there's also discussion whether if you did it v'shaigeg or whether all this applies. And when you say do chuva, what are we talking about? How can you do chuva for killing somebody? So we said that if, uh, let's say for example, Killing somebody, you've taken their life. So therefore, if you become a doctor, you join that solo, or something like, or even if, let's say, you give blood. People give blood, you know, for uh, blood transfusions. All those sort of things are doing tshuva for what you did. Then again, there's a machlokes machaber more whether you're allowed to. And um, Rabbi Vadi Yosef discusses in his tshuvas regarding a soldier. If a soldier kills somebody, say that soldier is a kohen, can he then tuchem? Or similarly, if you're in a crash, you're involved in a crash, and you kill somebody, can you? If it's a the driver is a kain, can he it? And he says in both cases the answer is yes, he can because a soldier, a soldier, it, 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 that's his job. His job is to protect, to fight the enemy, and protect his people. So that's his job. So that that, that, that we're not talking about that. That's not called kain shaharokas an and simply, if you're in a crash, he says, but you've done nothing wrong, in other words, you're driving at normal speed, and somebody knocks into you, it's not your fault at all, therefore that wouldn't apply, this idea of not doing would not apply. You're obviously talking about the shogig and the mazid, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah If somebody but... does something the mazes, there's no way, there's no way back, is there? Well, there is, no, that is a discussion, if a person, does, even if a person does but mazid, but if he does shuva, that's the, mach- in- that's the mach- <inaudible> close in the mach- and the Ramah as to whether he can actually do them. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you look into it, look into the, to the mahab <inaudible> and the Ramah, I'll tell you where it is. It's, um, Kuf Kaf Ches, right? That's 128, uh, number 35. If you look at 128, 35, that is where it discusses all. It's very, very interesting, particularly for Koyanim. And because Rahman and should never happen to anybody. Okay, let's go just go a little bit further. But um, on Rebel another another, this is a fourth uh, statement by Rabbi Loza From the day that the base of Migdash was destroyed, Nina Lu Shari Tzvila. The gates of Tzvila were locked. Now, what this means is, it doesn't mean it's completely locked. Because if it's completely locked, what's the point of us doubting? If it's locked, actually, I'm not going not gonna to accept our tefillas. So why should we dab them? So what it means is our, our tefillas are not answered as readily as they were before. Right. And the idea is why? Because Bismana bias they were carbonous. He brought a carbon. So the carbon, so to say, cleaned the slate. There was no blockage. And therefore there was no blockage to stop the fiddles going up to the place where Now we haven't got Kabonus, it's not quite the same. So it would say, Shinema brings a Posuk, Gumki Ezak Vashavaya, though I would cry out um and plead, Sosam t'vilosi, he shut out my he shut out my prayer. That is a Posuk in Echo. And because of that, it replies to B'Av, that's why on B'Av morning there's no Kaddish discover. For that very reason, but Even though the gates of Tsvila have been locked, shari The gates of tears have not been locked. as it says in the pasuk, Hashem. Listen to my tsvila, hear my tsvila, Hashem. and listen to my cries. And then it carries on. El Si al don't be silent to my tears. So Rashi explains, if you look sort of the fourth line of Rashi, Tehrash, Now, you see, tears are something that you see. Right? It's not, you don't hear tears. And when it comes to Tefillah, Hashem hears it. When it comes to tears, you see. So why didn't it say, And see my tears. Listen to it, not, see my tears. So it says Rashi, So it tira. Since it didn't say in the posuk, "See my tears," we learn from that Niris, Niris Lefonov, that Hashem does see your tears. So only, only what we're saying is that in Sorochlis Malah you got to dove, and I should discover the that Hashem will accept our tfillas. So we learn from that that even though tfillah are not our tfillas are not answered as readily as they were and nevertheless our tears are answered. Because of what it says in that postdoc, El Dimil don't be silent to my tears. It should say, Don't see see my it should say you should see my tears. And the fact that it doesn't say about seeing my tears means that we take it for granted that Hashem sees our tears, but Al Techarash, don't be silent, at least our twitters should be answered. Okay, it's exactly nine o'clock. Um, I'll tell you what, let's just do a couple more lines. Raba Lagozatanis to Ava. Ravo would not declare a on a cloudy day. It was a sort of a bad sign, as if to say the tefillahs are not reaching through to Shemaim. It's a continuation of what we said before, that the Nilalu share so our, our tefillahs are not getting so readily through to Hashem. So similarly, on a day of, uh, uh, he would not have a on a day when it was cloudy. Mishum <muchim> shenem, because it says in the positive but on onon, you've Walled yourself in, as it were, with a cloud's lachma avat so a tfila cannot pass. And the mafreshim explain: surely this is um, what's the English word for it? A bit, you know, when you don't go under a, a ladder and things. Th- superstitious, superstitious. yes. Yeah, sorry, thank you very much. Yeah. It's superstitious, isn't it? You see a cloud in the sky, so they explain: yeah, that's only when the cloud comes shalobis mamam, not in the normal time. In other words. You've got an area of straw where you've got, a, for the whole of summer, you've got a blue sky every single day. And all of a sudden, something unusual, of, uh, 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 the sky turns cloudy, something completely unusual. That was a day where he wouldn't make a talmus. But, you know, if it was uh, in England during November, he, he certainly would make a Tamas if there was a cloud. There'd be no problem. Now, the last bit here, for from since the day of the that the place of Midrash was destroyed, Ben Yisrael Avim Shemayim. There was a wall of iron a wall of iron separated between Israel and Avim, their father Shemayim in heaven. as it says in the posturb, this is regarding in Yecheskel, Machmas take yourself an iron pan, and put it the iron between yourself and the city. What happened was that uh, commanded Yeheskel he should engrave uh, on on the on the brick an outline of the city of Risholaim, and then he told him to take an iron pan and put it between himself and the brick. So Rashi explained that symbolized that there's an iron wall of separation between Hashem and um, and the what do we say the Chamas Basel Ben Yisrael Avim Shabbashamayim since the day of the Chora Bei again. This doesn't mean that we shouldn't dabble that Hashem's not looking after us. It just means it's not as readily as before at the time when we had the us. Okay, have a very good evening.